The following is a podcast from a qualified senior care provider heard on the Answers for Elders radio show. And welcome back, everyone, to the second half of our hour today um, on the show. And we are kind of switching the topic a little bit because we had talked a lot about Alzheimer's dementia. And we've got, um, believe it or not, something that's absolutely relative. And it is relative because studies show in um, that that hearing loss, if not treated, can actually contribute to the onset of Alzheimer's disease or, you know, escalating symptoms. And um, we're going to get to that in a later show. But most importantly, um, I have a personal story and it's a it's a humbling story and it's a it's a situation where um, I had to face reality as all of my family and close friends were saying to me, um, Suzanne, you really need to get your hearing checked. <laughs> and it was really hard for me because here I was, you know, trying to keep as much quote unquote youth as possible. But as I'm in my 60s and realizing that, you know, as, as I'm aging, I also knew that my mom wore hearing aids. I knew my grandmother wore hearing aids. So I figured I probably was on that, on that track. And so um, I finally decided this year, the first year, I thought, you know, I have to do something about this. And at least I'm going to find out how bad it is. And just as I started having this conversation, you know, with family and friends, I started seeing a TV commercial and I saw it a few times and lo and behold, um, we are at the other side of it. I am now a, I guess, patient client of here.com. And I have Jason Sargent who is with us, who um, is part of the organization that I worked with. And Jason, I am so glad you came on the show and we can talk a little bit about, you know, how to start this journey in hearing. So welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here, Suzanne. You know, I have to say, you know, first of all, to our listeners, I really want all of you to know, Jason did not ask to come on this show. Uh, he's not, here.com is not paying for this testimonial in any way. Um, and and I just want each and every one of you to, to know that um, working with you, Jason, was so amazing because you helped explain so many questions that I had. Um, you put my mind at ease. And for those of you that are watching um, us on, on YouTube, um, you can see, you can't even see that I'm wearing hearing aids in both of my ears. And that's the beauty of technology today. So my vanity I, is still intact, which is good. And um, I just want to talk a little bit with you about, Jason, about hearing loss and you know, how can you tell that it's probably time to get your hearing checked? Wow, there's a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> you know, there's uh, a lot of people that I speak with over the phone, uh, they'll describe it as it sounds like people are mumbling. Mm -hmm. And um, generally I'll ask, you know, is it, is it more so women and children or is it men? Because I'm trying to figure out if it's, if it's a high frequency or a low frequency mm -hmm. loss. Uh, but that's, that's one sure sign. Um, the ears can feel stuffy and it's, it's interesting because it's actually, <laughs> it's actually in the head, but it, it feels like your, yes, your ears right. are full or stuffy. Um, 
So that's, that's a repetition. Asking people to repeat themselves frequently is a, a definite sign. So mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of ways you can tell, but the best way to know is to get your hearing tested by an audiologist. Well, and that's so important because um, you're hitting all the nail on the head for me. Um, I had the TV up way too high. I had subtype closed captioning on the TV. By the way, I still have closed captioning on the TV just because I like it. And I'm used to it. Um, and it annoys my husband like crazy because he, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, take these off now. But I, I, you know, what was really interesting is you bring up this feeling like there's something stuffy in your ear. How many times did I think, gosh, there must be some wax buildup or something inside my ear. And when I get out of the shower, you know, I clean my ears out and I go, there's nothing in there. <laughs> and, and so I always thought, well, maybe it's something way up deep or something like that. Cause it does kind of feel like that initially. And, um, you know, I, I, but here I thought I'm just too young to be having to deal with this. And yet, um, I'm just curious. I learned something the other day from you about people over the age of 50. Mm -hmm. Can you give me information about once, you know, you hit that magic age, what happens to a lot of us when we start losing our hearing? Well, Hearing loss is progressive, and it, it, as, as people age, it, mm-hmm. it gradually affects more and more people. So it, I'm just looking at my chart, but you have the 50 to 59 crowd. Um, it's about 13.3%, so maybe about one out of 10 people will have uh, actual hearing loss that needs to be treated. Mm-hmm. Um, you get into the 60s, so 60 to 70 is 26.8. Uh, it's about one in four. Um, then you hit That's 70. That's it is. Um, yeah, well, and then you get into the 70s, and it's it's 54.6. So it's more than half the folks that are in that age bracket have hearing loss. Yeah. And then as you, hit, you get into the 80s, it's about 81.5%. You know, it's so interesting because when I um, posted something on social media, and I said, um, by the way, I, you know, I have a story. I said, I have swallowed my pride. <laughs> And I went in and I am getting hearing aids and I got probably 50, 60 responses from people saying, I need to do that, Suzanne. I need more information. Wow. You know, tell me about it. What happens? What, you know, when did you decide it was time? And all of those things, it was, I was amazed how many people had been kind of going through the same thought process. And of course, a lot of my friends are my age group, right? So we're in our 60s. And obviously, there's a lot of, you know, questions that we have or might have. So, you know, obviously, you're talking about how it's progressive. When do you, you know, I was, it was interesting when I had my hearing test, um, I was very grateful that my husband went with me and he was in the room when I was, they were testing me because it really validated to him just how bad my hearing really was. <laughs> that it wasn't that I wasn't paying attention to him, you know. It was the fact that I did not hear. And, um, you know, the, the little panel that they look at and every time they're hitting, a, a, you know, a, a sound. And a lot of times I was just not picking it up. And he was like, wow. (laughs) So when we left, one of the things he said to me was, I couldn't believe how, how many sounds you didn't hear. And I never realized. So 
made me feel, if anything, relieved because it helped my relationship. It helped my relationship with my spouse because he was sick and tired of constantly having to repeat things to me. And I was in this situation where, you know, you're not very considerate because I can't hear you or you talk, you're not talking loud enough or things like that. And um, obviously he got it and I got it. And so it was a validation for both of us. I wasn't ignoring him. I wasn't not paying attention. I just didn't hear. And I think that's what goes on a lot with couples and family members and things like that. Are you finding that to be true? Absolutely. It's, uh, it's a frustrating thing for everyone involved, be it mm-hmm. the person who's living with the person with hearing loss or be it the person with hearing. My, my heart always, always goes out to the people with hearing loss because mm-hmm. people do get really frustrated with them. And, um, you know, it's not that they're ignoring you. It's that they, yeah. they literally can't hear. So, yeah. um, it is a, it's a frustrating condition and it affects, you know, way too many people out there without well, question. It's made a huge difference in interacting with people. I went to a winery last week and I had a circle of friends around me. And I have often found myself before the hearing aids disengaging because I couldn't hear. It was background noise. And so I would just tend to sit back because it was like, I don't do that anymore. I actually can hear what's going on at the the opposite end of the table. I can actually hear what the server is saying. And, you know, where before it sounded, like you said, kind of mumbled. So, and, and I'm hearing now sounds that I have never, that I've not forgotten, you know? So obviously I'm hearing this wider spectrum of sound, which is amazing. And, you know, it happens in music. Um, You know, I'm picking up, you know, I turn on music in my car and it's like, wow, there's (laughs) so many things that have opened up in my life. And, and certainly one of the things that I was really excited about in working with here.com is, is the fact that when I called you, you immediately set me up with a local expert audiologist, which was amazing. So it's like, yes, we work with here.com, but you're also working with a local audiologist that is qualified and working directly with you. How does that work, Jason? Uh, it's very important to have an audiologist. So um, we partner with different audiologists all over the country, mm-hmm. actually, and I believe 11 countries now. So we're, we're growing quite a bit. But the audiologist with Hear.com handles the, uh, the end of it to where they're ensuring that the hearing aids are programmed properly, mm-hmm. uh, that they're tuned properly, and that they're working. Uh, to yeah. the best of their ability. Yeah. Um, you, we use what's called a dual expert approach. So you have access to here.com. Uh, you have the consultant who sends you in and schedules the appointment, and they're basically your hearing coach. Uh, but we also have in-house audiologists at here.com that are always happy to set up video calls, and you know they can answer general questions and show sure. you how to put them on properly and what have you. Sure. Um, but the audio, any set of hearing aids that you wear is only as good as the audiologist who's tuning and adjusting them for you. Right, you right. And I want to talk a little bit in our next segment about, you know, what we do and how you, we work together and really a little bit more about in this journey and how we can best serve our, those of us that are going through um, hearing loss and things like that. So in the meantime, Jason, how do we reach you? Uh, probably best is email. Uh, you would just email Jason, uh, that's J-A-Y-S-O-N dot Sargent, S-A-R-G-E-N-T 
at here, H-E-A-R, dot com. And make sure you tell Jason that you are part of, that you heard about him, heard him on Answers for Elders. <laughs> we want to make sure and to monitor your progress. I would love to hear your story if you're interested in sharing it and how your world has improved. And in the meantime, um, Jason will be right back right after this. Answers for Elders radio show with Suzanne Newman hopes you found this podcast useful in your journey of navigating senior care. Check out more podcasts like this to help you find qualified senior care experts in areas of financial, legal, health and wellness, and living options. Learn about our radio show, receive promotional discounts, and meet our experts by clicking on the banner to join the Senior Advocate Network at AnswersForEldersRadio.com. Now there is one place to find the Answers for Elders. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.